Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to my three takeaways. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with tools, tips, and inspiration to live your best life and be your best you. But it takes more than simply being motivated. It takes action. It means taking what you learn from others and finding a way to implement it into your own life. I want to help you navigate through these specific action steps and these specific takeaways because my goal is progress. I want to help you move the needle forward every single day closer and closer to the best version of yourself. Let's go to work. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to my three takeaways episode from the Jim Tunney interview this past Monday. I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode with Jim. I mean, the guy's 91 years old, and he has not lost a step. I mean, if you listen, you were able to hear how quickly he was able to recall experiences and recall different lessons learned. And being 91, he has so much perspective on the grand scheme of life. And I really loved how he said he is still trying to figure life out. He's still trying to make sense of it all, right? Because I think He's so committed to continual learning that he truly believes he's still trying to figure it out. I think the biggest takeaway for me was that he was able to learn different le- or lessons in different area of his, areas of his life, and he was able to apply those to the other areas of his life. So if he learned a lesson when he was an NFL referee or as a principal of a school or just in a relationship with his wife, he was able to learn that lesson in that area, but then he was able to apply it to others. And I think that's such a powerful weapon and tool for us to be able to learn and to be able to use. But for now, let's get right into my three takeaways. Number one is enjoy what you're doing. And I feel like we really need to take that seriously because I think it's really important because that's when we're at our best. When we enjoy what we're doing, that's when we're truly the best version of ourselves. He always got the refs, his team of referees together before the NFL games. And he's, you know, they talked about their strategy, the different things that they needed, they needed to be aware of before going into the game. But he always ended up with, let's just have fun. He said that allowed them to perform under pressure during those crucial moments. And actually, this really hits home with me. Enjoy what you're doing because I just listened to a podcast episode the other day with a guy named Rich Froning. And if you guys don't know who that is, he's a four-time back-to-back-to-back-to-back CrossFit Games World's Fittest Athlete Champion. And he talked about how in either the second or the third year of when he won the CrossFit Games, he had a really bad first couple competitions and his wife was there and she asked him, are you having fun? And he was like, we talked about, of course, I'm not having fun. I'm performing terribly. And she was like, okay, let's leave. He was like, what do you mean let's leave? I'm in the middle of the CrossFit Games. I'm in the middle of competing. I want to win. And she's like, if you're not having fun, we shouldn't be here. You're at your best when you're having fun. And I think that's the biggest lesson from it is if you don't enjoy what you're doing, you're not going to put out your best work. So as long as you can find a way to attach some sort of meaning that allows you to enjoy whatever it is that you're doing, then that's the most important thing. So again, enjoy what you're doing. Number two is personal power. And he talked about it in the relation between positional power. He said personal power, not positional power. And he's talked about this when he would be yelled at at coaches in the NFL like Don Shula, John Madden, Vince Lombardi, some legends that we hear about nowadays, he would get just absolutely grilled from these guys by certain calls that he made. But he said because he was able to think about personal power, not positional power, meaning like these guys are coaches, right? They are higher on the pedestal. They have higher prestige. They get paid more, all these things. He was able to realize that they're just another human. He was able to humanize them and not let that positional influence affect his personal power and affect or control his happiness. And I feel like if a lot of us 
felt that way in our jobs or different relationships that we had that realizing that they're just another person. Like my boss is just another person. Yes, he holds this title, but don't let that position, don't let that positional power get the best of you and overcome your personal power. Number three is only, you're only as good as your next call. And that's what I titled the episode because I'm big on not being complacent with the work that you've already put in thus far. And there is such a balance here. I'm not really sure what the best balancers or I haven't found it yet in the terms of celebrating the successes that you have. I think that's maybe a a fault that I have is I'm not great at celebrating my successes, but I feel like there is a place for that, but you can't just get stuck in it. You just can't get stuck in being complacent or just being so happy about this one achievement that you had that you're not able to move on. It's like it's like somebody being stuck in their high school or college glory days that they're just so happy with what they've already done or what they've already put in and they can't move on. So it's about not being complacent with the successes that you've already had and not relying on your past reputation and always realizing that people are going to judge you on the next thing that you do. And the next pitch that you throw, if you're in baseball, the next game that you play, if you're in a sports game, the next deal that you make, if you're in a business, all these things. So you're only as good as your next call. Number four, this is a bonus takeaway today um, because I just, I had to add this one in um, and it was admit your mistake, take responsibility, take ownership. And he was so big on this. I really loved how he brought up one instance where he knew he missed a call. He called somebody down when they actually fumbled and the other team had picked it up and it ended up being a really cru- crucial call in the game. But he went over to the coach and he said, I screwed up. I missed the fumble. I'm sorry. And what that did is it disarms the coach. It disarmed the other person from being able to like get too terribly mad at that other person. Um, and admitting your own mistake is super courageous, right? It comes from a place of confidence. I talked about this in the interview I had a while back with Scott Miller is confidence comes from a place of, or humility comes from a place of confidence. If you're be able to if you're able to admit your mistakes or if you're able to admit that you don't have all the answers or that you don't know everything, that comes from confidence and I think that's so important for us to be able to have that confidence to admit our own mistakes because only really good can come out of that long term. So again guys, my three takeaways technically for this time, enjoy what you're doing because the only way that you're going to put out the your your best work in this world is if you truly enjoy what you're doing. So try to attach some sort of meaningful meaning to whatever it is that you're doing so that you put out your best work. Number two is personal power and really in relation to not positional power so that we can really see other people as humans and not and be able to humanize them if they actually have a, hold a technically higher position and not let them strip us of our personal power. Number three is you're only good as good as your next call. Don't rely on your past successes, your past re- reputation to let you be complacent always look to grow and strive to move forward and continually learn. Number four, the bonus takeaway is admit your own mistakes because guys, humility and admitting to your own mistakes comes from a place of confidence. Only if you have that confidence, only if you have that courage, are you able to admit that you screwed up or admit that you don't have all the answers. I hope you guys really enjoyed these three takeaways and the interview with Jim Tunney. If you have not listened to it yet, guys, this guy's 91 years old. He has not lost a step. He has so many experiences and lessons that he's learned that you are going to want to hear that are going to allow you to start moving the needle in different ways in your life to get a little bit closer and closer to your best youth.